Listener supported. WNYC Studios. I'm Carrie Nolan. It's Monday, January 30th, and time for WQXR's Washington Report Online. Joining us now, as he does every Monday, is David Sanger, Chief Washington Correspondent for The New York Times. Good morning, David. Morning, Carrie. David, there's an interesting story in The Times this morning about how the State Department has put together its own fleet of unarmed drones, which fly over the American embassy in Iraq and other U.S. facilities. The Iraqis are outraged, and they say it's a violation of their sovereignty. What's going on here? Well, Kerry, you know, we've all seen drone technology expand, but the most remarkable thing here is that even the State Department, the home of U.S. diplomacy, feels the need for their own fleet. Now, these are unarmed, as you said, but imagine for a moment if a foreign country that has an embassy in Washington, D.C., decided that to protect it, it would fly some drones over the Capitol. I suspect that the Secret Service, among others, would probably be a little bit upset. So what this gets at is this critical issue of sovereignty that many countries are feeling, Pakistan being sort of first among them, that their territory is regularly uh, violated by American drones and other American technology, and they're beginning to push back. And I suspect that what you're seeing happen in Iraq will also happen elsewhere. David, let's take a look at the European financial crisis. One of the most remarkable developments recently is that some European countries, led by Germany, say they won't bail out Greece until it turns its big spending decisions over to the EU. In other words, Greece would lose control of its own budgets and priorities. Does that make sense? Well, yes, Kerry. It makes sense if you're going to have a European Union that is truly committed to enforcing its rules. One of the ways that the European crisis began was that countries signed up to a set of rules about how big their deficit spending could be, and then those rules were never enforced. And what's going on right now is that many of the larger European states, as you said, uh, Germany being the most important among them, are saying that they're only going to commit more money to this process if, in fact, they can enforce the rules. And the only way they find they can enforce it is to fundamentally take over the budgets. But you can imagine the angry response in Greece, because it essentially neuters their own elected leadership. And so Greece is going to have to make a fundamental decision. Either they're uh, in the European Monetary Union, and they give up a huge amount of this sovereignty, or they decide to get out. Back home, David, Florida's Republican presidential primary is tomorrow. And a week ago, Newt Gingrich had won South Carolina, and he was feeling pretty good about his chances. Now he's 10 points behind in the polls. Is this about Florida, or is this about Newt Gingrich? Kerry, it's about both. Uh, Florida is a very different place than South Carolina, as we discussed last week. So it's not a surprise that he lost some altitude. His debate performances didn't help. And then on top of that comes the negative advertising. You've finally seen Mitt Romney begin to fight back directly at Newt Gingrich. And this is a different strategy, because for most of this campaign, he's talked primarily about President Obama. And suddenly his managers decided they couldn't afford that risk anymore. But what really strikes me uh, about this past week in the campaign, Kerry, is that 
very little of the debate between Mr. Gingrich and Mr. Romney has been about any policy issue. There's been a little bit of disagreement on immigration, but fundamentally these are two men who don't like each other very much. And what you're seeing happen is something of a war going on between two factions of the party. Let's go back to those ads you were just talking about. Mitt Romney ran a remarkable ad to attack Gingrich. It was a complete NBC evening news broadcast from when Gingrich was fined in the House for ethics violations. Now, NBC has asked that the ad be taken down. Do you think that ad was out of bounds? No, Kerry, I don't, because as long as the news broadcast isn't taken out of context, that there's not just a snippet picked up, then I think you're giving uh, the viewer... Uh, a complete sense of what the news appeared to be on that day. I think what upset NBC, and I can understand this, is that it appeared to take a neutral news report and put it in a very partisan context, and I can see why they'd be upset about that. But this was reminding voters of a major event that happened in the news uh, some 14, 15 years ago. Uh, But it, uh, it certainly didn't seem to me that the advertisement took the events out of context. Thanks a lot, David. Thank you, Kerry. New York Times Chief Washington Correspondent David Sanger. I'm Kerry Nolan, and that's The Washington Report on Classical 105.9 FM, WQXR.